Okay, hey. and we're back. Sorry, I like popped it on. on no, the get shit back in. Um, it's all good. So we have another movie that we're about to discuss, no. um, and that is uh, the Aquaman movie. And recently, a couple of different actors um, have actually expressed uh, their desire to play Black Manta. And I've, through the week on social media, I've kind of given my opinions on a little bit of this. But uh, first of all, uh, Michael K. Williams, um, the brother Omar, which I loved Omar on the Wire. Oh, yeah. I love the dude as actor. I love him as Chalky White in uh, Boardwalk Empire. Dude is a phenomenal actor, but he has a desire to play Black Manta in the Aquaman movie. Um, the other actor is uh, Michael Jai White. Yes. Has also expressed interest, which I could see a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, it might go go ahead and break it down for you. In my personal opinion, um, both of them are almost a little old to play Black Manta. If I had to pick between <laughs> the two, it would be Michael Jai White. Mainly because you do have uh, the martial arts skills yeah. uh, to play the you know trained assassin character. You are the younger of the two. Is he? Um, he oh yeah, I'm sure he's got to be. Young. He looks younger than Omar. He I does. mean, he, he looks young. I mean, he if they are the same age, which I'm not. I could Google that in a minute. I'll check it out. But either way, one looks younger. And here's one of the problems that I don't think people are really count or factoring in. Mm-hmm. The story of Black Manta is basically Aquaman killed this dude's dad. Uh-huh. He can't be that fucking old. Because <laughs> Aquaman ain't like, you know, uh-huh. 80, 90 years old. You know what I mean? He don't have the whole, like, Submariner, I was around in World War, you know, one. Unless they mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but it wasn't like, you know, Aquaman saw Wonder Woman's trailer and was like, Oh, shit, Arthur, nigga, what's up? Where you been at, cuz? Oh, I'm going to have to go swimming. Go find you, homie. Nah, we didn't do none of that. Nah, they didn't do that You know, she seemed shocked, like, whoa, whatever. So, I mean, I don't understand, like, first of all, I hate Black Manta. Like, I, I don't think that he needs to be a character or even be a part of anything, but... They're really pushing out, and I didn't appreciate that because my timeline was just filled with Black Manta, and I was just like, oh, God. Oh, but, yeah, we did that to you, huh? I remember that. We fucked with you hard with Black Manta. <laughs> I was kind of pissed the fuck off because I was just kind of like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> but hey, that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. It turns out that's not true. They're not doing Black Manta. Well, they, it's not official. Maybe something got leaked and it just spread like wildfire, but... I guess they're they're pulling that back now. I'm like, well, you don't really have too many choices when it comes to Aquaman. He doesn't really have a rogues gallery. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't no yeah. Batman or Flash. So, like. and see, and to me, it's like if you if Black Manta is part of the movie, I'll get it. He just can't be the main uh, the main threat to Aquaman. And here's why. Mm-hmm. Aquaman, I think one of his most diminishing character or factors is that. Too often in his writing, he has to deal with humans. Yeah. And part of the problem with Black Manta is, when you break it down, he's just a dude in a wetsuit. Okay. You can be a highly trained dude in a wetsuit, but that doesn't make Aquaman feel too super. Like, you're supposed to be a superhero. You're not... You're not on the level of Batman in terms of, you know, your martial arts training, detective skills, or anything of that nature, your ability or access to tech. You don't hone your mystical skills mm-hmm. because Atlantis is tied with the mysticism, but it seems like you're like the only dude there 
that has no knowledge of anything mystical at all. And, that, and I agree with that. And my whole thing is, and I've been waiting for even like the most hardcore Aquaman fans, they do exist, but uh, <laughs> to like explain something to me, I'm kind of like, what separates Aquaman from any other Atlantean? Oh. He's blonde. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, he, okay. He, and his he, wife's he, a ginger. So he's he a white boy. You I know what I'm, I'm just looking at this and I'm just like, wait a minute. So, like, what? <laughs> I'm just like, wait, what? Because I thought, in all honesty, this is what I like about Namor. What separates him from other Atlanteans is that the Atlanteans, excuse me, in the, in the Marvel Universe, first of all, they're blue skin. Yeah. And second of all, they can't breathe air. <laughs> They're one hundred percent. We some underwater motherfuckers. Like yeah. we don't. We got gills. <laughs> not, not in DC. Everybody does the exact same thing as Aquaman. Right. Exactly. So and more. Hey. And more. You think about. Yeah. I mean, Mera's more powerful than Aquaman. Mera's more powerful than Aquaman. Aqualad, which Aqualad. is a horrible name, yeah, uh, is more vastly more powerful than him. Um, I refuse Aqualad. to call him Aqualad. He's Garth. Like, nigga, I'm calling you Garth. Garth and the other Aqualad. What was his oh, name? Oh, the black dude? The black kid? Yeah, yeah him too. The, he, he's Justin. more powerful than Aquaman. Yeah. Fucking Tula is more powerful <laughs> than fucking Aquaman. Um, uh. Fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, Joe at Joe Seacrab is more powerful <laughs> than... Joe Seacrab? <laughs> no, no, no. Joe's Crab Shack is OP. I'm talking about just Joe Seacrab. Joe Seacrab. It's a little spot. It's a, you know, uh, mom and pop place. He will Aquaman's ass, all right? He will oh, fuck man. Aquaman up. But, hey, you know, man. they make him weak by giving him weak villains. And to me, it's like, you can include Black Manta, but he'd have to play a very specific role. They would have to um, make he him can't be an arch powerful. villain of Aquaman because if I see Aquaman get hit with like a harpoon and get penetrated by it like completely or something like that, I'll be upset. And we have the more badass looking Aquaman. Like you guys need to level up Aquaman. Like Aquaman needs to be shown as a force of nature. I agree. You know he needs to be shown as king god of the seven seas. My thing is, why has no one given Aquaman water power? Like, to me, if Aquaman had water powers, that would make him more, even more powerful. Like, fuck, nigga, like, he can control water? Oh, shit. <laughs> the world is, like, 95% water. <laughs> it's like, it's like, dude, that's fucked. <laughs> more, yeah, but, you know, like you said, that's his girl power. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that kind of sucks. To me, I would be like, Aquaman, watch the fuck out. We, we want Mera. Okay, because she can control water and she's fucking shit up. I think she doesn't have a book. Like, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um, um, it's funny that the um the, the one in Ox 89 posted, he said, doesn't like Black Manta said his origin is a bit offensive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's easily offensive. Like, basically, a uh, young black man's life is ruined when his dad is killed by Aquaman. My blonde hair, blue eyed. My blonde hair, blue eyed ass. White Aquaman, sea devil. Which might be why they made him Polynesian now. Because, like, <laughs> now you can kill yourself a black you can kill, so you can kill okay yourself a darkie now. Are we okay with that? Like, is no. it fine for you to kill us as long as you're Polynesian? Well, yeah, if, if you ain't <laughs> white, you, you can kill a black guy. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, you can kill a black guy as long as you're Polynesian. <laughs> Done. We just don't want anybody with blonde hair, blue eyes killing us. <laughs> Okay, we're okay, cool. okay with that. We're okay with that. I just want to know what, the, what it is. You're like cool. I, to me, it's all the same. But 
Yeah. Other people is not. So um, yeah, no. Um, I I'm not for the uh, Aquaman or the Black Manta thing unless he's going to be a side character. In which mm-hmm. case, I'm all for that. I think he. I don't think I, I don't think Black Manta is a bad character. Mm-hmm. I just think that he does make Aquaman look like a bitch. I mean, and he, I don't understand how, other than just either bad writing or Aquaman really is a bitch. It's just like, like, look, dude. I mean, if a normal human could basically, you know, learn some martial arts and take you out, you're not really much of a fucking superhero. You're oh. definitely not much of a fucking king, because shit, Atlantis ain't got shit. Then it's like, motherfucker, just walk down there and whoop their ass. I mean, I fuck, mean, what I the mean fuck? I'm saying, so all like... you need is scuba gear and you can take on any Atlantean. <laughs> they ain't shit. You know, but when it I comes mean, to like the black characters, it seems like DC has trouble with this still to this day, and like it's fucked up because like for example, we have you know Black Manta with the horrible origin. We're gonna have um Vic Stone who is a athlete like I'm a I'm a football player blah 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 like you know what I'm saying and like that's one thing I like about Marvel like 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 for example well, Falcon's army dude. Military. Right. And then we have Panther, who's a king. And oh, and so is War Machine. So we have like two military people. And like, to me, I like that more. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, and you imagine the only one, one of the few of them who actually like lived on the street, lived on the street in Africa, which would be Storm. <laughs> who, yeah. you know, you, we had a little discussion on Storm this week. We, well, we actually, did. we didn't. I watched him have one because I was like, there's really not much to say. Yeah, I mean, they've, like, neglected the shit out storm. But um, <laughs> uh, to not just die when we had a pick. Um, it's all good. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, our boy Aquis. All right? Uh, Aquis? Aquis. Um, okay. Jason Moma okay. is apparently going to do something that I think is stupid and semi-disrespectful. Yeah. Um, he talks to play a new Crow uh, in a reboot of the 1994 film. And as we know, Brandon Lee... Um, he, he died playing that role in the movie, who was Bruce Lee's son. Um, and the movie hasn't been, like, the property hasn't really been touched since. Which, mm-hmm. I never really thought The Crow was that cool to begin with. It's a good um, idea. It's a kind of good idea. It's just basically a vengeance character. Yeah. He's like Ghost Rider without He's cool Ghost powers. Rider, yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, um, he also played Conan. And I have a huge fucking problem with just putting Jason Momoa in movies. He's not a good actor. Because, no, he's not. And that movie, his portrayal of Conan, was fucking abysmal. It's trash. And it pissed me off because if you go back and watch that movie, the first 20 minutes, roughly, of that movie are fucking dope. Yeah, there's a the little kid, kid Conan. Yeah, the kid this Conan. little kid is bad fucking ass. You're yeah. like, dude, you're on the edge of your seat with this kid. You're like, holy shit, this movie's <laughs> about to be fucking dope. Yeah. Especially if you're a Game of Thrones fan. You're like, okay, yeah. when he was Drogo. And like I said, I don't know if that's a credit not to his acting, but just the directing uh-huh. of the uh, Game of Thrones you know, staff and their ability to put something like together. Because he was badass at Drogo. If he would have brought that to the screen mm-hmm. after seeing that kid, mm-hmm. I would have been just, put that <laughs> motherfucker or whatever he wants to. He want to play Superman? Let that motherfucker <laughs> play Superman. Superman. Happen. <laughs> putting those elements together would have been dope, but it was so bad when he Agreed. got on screen. Um. It was terrible. The rest of the movie was terrible. His portrayal was terrible. Mm-hmm. It felt like a jacked up version of the mummy on crack. 
where he was like having his like little it's Conan he's like having his like little adventures like whoa guys look at my hair wave in the sky the terrible movie was shite and I oh god I forgot it existed it was um, Noah's not a good actor um, I, people keep saying to me, oh, but what about Stargate Atlantis? And I was just like, he wasn't good in that either. Like, are you serious? Like, Damn, they brought up Atlantis. He was not memorable. Yeah, like, basically, it's exactly what you said. You hit the nail on the head. Like, it was like, it wasn't Momoa's acting you like. You just like the whole, p- yeah. him with other people. Good directors who are good enough can get past shitty actors. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you have to watch... If you're that good of an actor, you'll shine out in anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's okay. just the way it goes. No matter what the element is, you'll stand out as something different, mm-hmm. you know? And, I mean, well, unless it's Fantastic Four 2015, yeah. then, you know, nothing can save you. Um, <laughs> nothing at all. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I'm, I'm not for it. Uh, um, I don't either. personally care... I don't care like that he's playing multiple roles in different franchises. Like I can totally be okay with that, you know. I mean, I I genuinely don't care about that, but I don't like the idea of the a crow reboot, and I don't like Jason Momoa playing. And they've been pushing for a crow movie for fucking ever. This show is just the, the whole concept of the crow is cursed, man. The head guy died. Fucking making this movie, like the whole concept is just not supposed to be made. There's something about it. I'm like, just leave it alone. I remember when they wanted DMX to play the girl. <laughs> I remember this. I remember when he was approached to play DMX. Because he was doing the movies, uh, what's it called? With uh, like Jet Li like, and Cradle shit. to the Grave. He did. Uh, Cradle to the Romeo Grave. Must Die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yo, what's up? I know some of that martial arts too. <laughs> I'll be punching motherfuckers in the face. <laughs> was he? Good girl, by the way. Was Romeo Must Die a good movie? I don't recall. At, at the time, it was only good because it was popular. Like, it had a popular soundtrack and had a rapper. And remember the whole, because Jackie Chan kind of blew up, the whole, like, kung fu thing was in was right like, now. Yeah. And, you know, Jet Li was the newest breakout star. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, that, that was the time, man. Remember, that was back in the day when fucking... Uh, John Claude Van Damme was headlining movies. Oh, I still can't believe and that. Was John Claude Van Damme can't act. I still and he, and he did some karate. and he did some awesome movies though. <laughs> fucking Bloodsport, Bloodsport, Lionheart, Lionheart, and Hard Target, Hard like, Target, <laughs> uh, Time Cop, Time Cop. Oh shit! Fucking <laughs> said Time Cop. Time, fucking Time Cop. Um, double time, double trouble. Oh uh, yeah, it was uh double impact. Double impact. Double impact. What movie was he in with with uh Dennis Rodman? Oh what shit! What the hell movie was double that? Team. Double team. Okay. Double team. Double team. Double team. Doubles was tight, and that movie was so ridiculous. <laughs> they blocked an explosion with a fucking with a fucking vending machine. Like an explosion was coming their way, and he put the. the uh, the vending machine in front of him and blocked the flames and the flames engulfed around them. And I was laughing even as a kid. I was like, ha, 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 ha. that's not how that works. That's, that's not at all. That's not how that works. That would be like having a nuclear bomb go off and you get in the refrigerator. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's that's <laughs> oh, ridiculous. Yeah, 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 that happened. That happened. Uh, yeah. You yeah. Happen. Kingdom of the Skull shaking out of my head. Yeah. Um, but so- uh, no, that was back in the day, man. We could do anything. I mean, shit. <laughs> you could do anything. It'd be like Danny Yen and... 
DMX. But I'm glad Kingdom of the Skull happened because I'm like, that was their way of letting people know, y'all niggas ain't just gonna get gonna get be able to get away with anything. All right. Yeah. All right. Like, there was a time when they were kinda like, we could do anything. We can have a whole scene with monkeys and Shia LaBeouf swinging from trees. Monkeys and Shia LaBeouf. Monkeys and Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> and people will be like, yeah, no. That's funny. <laughs> no. That's funny. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, uh, oh, Yeah, man. that's too funny. But um, so on the other news, you hear, uh, what's his name? Um, the fat man, Kevin Smith, is going to be directing an episode of Supergirl. Titled yeah. Supergirl Lives. Um, I heard about that earlier this week, and um, I just say shut up. I gave no shits, none whatsoever. Kevin um, Smith, you know, his time came and went. Like I remember when you would see Kevin Smith's name on something, you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Now I see Kevin Smith's name, and I'm just like, yeah, "I don't really care." He did yeah. that one episode. I mean, I'm not too shocked to hear this because he did do an episode of The Flash. Right. Yeah. No, I know about that. Yeah. yeah. So, and I like the Flash show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in truth, I'm happy that he's doing an episode, but at the same time, I don't like that it's just an episode. Like, if they said, "Hey, look, because he is a big comic fan, mm-hmm. we're gonna have you be part of the creative team for what we're doing with the CW shows," mm-hmm. I would be more excited. But it's like this is just gonna be one episode, and it's called Supergirl Lives. Don't tell me they're gonna do the whole Supergirl dies for an episode type thing. I don't want that. I'm feeling I, it. you know, I feel that way too. And it'd be like, look, all super characters die. See, justified. <laughs> I don't want that. And you know, whether it'll be good or not, I uh-huh. think is irrelevant because there are some elements to that show overall that I think need to be cleaned up. Because I do like her as Supergirl. I, I don't do. mind the actress. Um, I don't like her office life. Mm-hmm. I think they take some weird elements because, like, Jimmy Olsen's, like, a sexy black dude. Like, how the <laughs> fuck y'all even, like, try to skate that under the radar? Like, this motherfucker is super confident. He's all like, yo, look, I'm tall. I'm on oh, yeah, GQ man. magazine, you know. Hey, look, Kara, uh, I know all your secrets, baby girl. <laughs> You know, because oh. you remind me of my Jeep. I want to ride he does look like he it. Superman's homie. <laughs> he does look like he was he an R&B. He, he looks like he only listens to 90s no. R&B. He's like, yeah, I listen to Joe. I listen to R. Kelly. I next. got every Jodeci album <laughs> ever. This is the next next town. This is how like 90s fucking troop. Shy, like that's the only type of shit he listens like, to. Like girl, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I wasn't feeling that. I'm like, why does he have to be Jimmy Olsen? Why did that have to happen? Why couldn't he just be someone brand new? Yeah, like he transferred over here to no. Yeah, he should have been a different character. Agreed. And I don't mind him being, you know, sexy black man that had no real issue there. But it's like. You then they went out and gave her her like a quirky friend, like her little homie, yeah. who's like all Jimmy Olsen ish and like a regular white dude. Like that's Jimmy. This is that's like Jimmy, yeah. this is like Shadon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And all the black people on that show are fucking aliens, I guess, except for him. Yeah, like, I'm just like what? So like. Martian Manhunt is a black dude. Well, it's a really white area, you know. Ain't gonna oh, be that many white, black dudes. It's a white side of Yeah, Ain't gonna be that many <laughs> black dudes where she hanging yeah, out. Yeah, because then they just cast a black girl to play Miss Martian. Yeah. I honestly didn't know how I felt about it because I've never seen Miss Martian interpreted as anything other than a teenager. 
So I was like, okay, so we're doing grown ass Miss Marshall. Well, she looks like she could be somewhere in the between. The woman is in her mid forties. No, she doesn't. <laughs> no, but she look young. Back don't crack. It don't crack. It doesn't. It don't crack. All right. It don't crack. But um, uh, I don't know. It's I don't mind this show overall. I wish they do less at her office. Um. The whole Calista Flockhart casting was kind of unnecessary, and they don't even—they didn't even know they were going to bring her back. Like, yeah, they shouldn't. They should just let her go. Like, look, you're—you're kind of really not ne- necessary because they're trying to play like you know, well, we want like a female Perry White kind of thing, and Perry White ain't J. Jonah Jameson. He ain't all. that integral to the storyline. So ain't. making that you know character just kind of separates her, like. The Supergirl with the Cadmus kind of atmosphere, mm-hmm. to me, feels like a better part of the show to go into. Okay. And giving her, you know, the harder female, you know, peer, mm-hmm. I think would have been just a stronger point to stay with. Okay. You know, and especially the military, like, move up also to maybe like a general, mm-hmm. like, you know, strong female general lead who is oversight the project right. kind of deal. That well, would have been... I would have gone more with that. But, you know, Agreed. like you said, DC is yet to bring us in. Or Warner Brothers. You know, I mean, your Time but, Warner, everybody. But they were, they're, 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 they're shaping up. The first good thing they did was put Supergirl on CW because I'm just like, what the fuck was the point of it being on separate shows, channels? That just, that seems like hustling backwards. Like, why would you even do that? But <laughs> but that's all right. Um, so there, I, I heard a rumor. I don't know if this is true or not. But I mean, but they officially said that they are doing a a musical crossover with Flash and Supergirl. Completely Ugh. unnecessary. It's that's official. But the rumor is is that Joss Whedon is gonna do it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I ain't seen not one musical change of like. I remember I used to watch Fringe. They did a musical episode of Fringe. Did you ever see the show Fringe? Yes, I love Fringe. Okay. You they remember the musical, musical episode? episode? Yeah, where they went back in time in the 20s and they did all kind of like, it was a whole musical episode. It was this, It was probably so disgusting you forgot about it. It the was fuck? right in between when they trained, right before they changed universes with Peter. Oh, shit. They did I that because it was all episode. like nights. Yeah. I skipped it. It was I'm fucking not, terrible. Unless it's Hamilton, I don't fuck with. Unless it's Hamilton or the Book of Mormon, I don't fuck with musicals. Okay? Like, I'm like, I'm cool off of the musical. Oh, and um, um, uh, Dr. Evil's Horrible Blog. Like, that shit was great. Um, um, that shit was great. Uh, no. but, but other than that, yeah, I those episodes never turn out well. And the worst part about them is they don't ever do shit. It's always a filler, shitty episode. Mm-hmm. It's like an episode just to say, hey, we have musical talent and we want to show it off because we think we're Broadway actors and we're on TV. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> You guys are biting Buffy the Vampire Slayer and and, and inviting Joss Whedon's name and it is just proving that point as well. It's terrible, man. It's Too many shows have done idea. that. Agent Carter tried to do that one episode. They did? They did a musical in episode. They sung it all around. And by, by really the way, wrong. I love me some Peggy Carter, but the too. episode sucked. Uh, yeah, I bet it did. It's probably the reason why I got canceled. But, <laughs> but um, here's your daily reminder that Cap, that uh, Peggy Carter needs to just be Captain Brayton. Um, bring her back. Uh, people want her back, but I know you can't just bring her back. But this makes perfect sense. Infinity formula somehow, boom. 
Just it's Marvel, it man. Death don't matter to you, motherfuckers. <laughs> just we know she that she should come back, but this can she could come back, and it just makes sense for them to do it this way because a Captain Britain, the whole concept of him is resurrection. Like Merman okay. res- resurrected Brian Braddock, and that's how he became Captain Britain. That's number one. Number two, they can't really use Brian Braddock because his twin sister's a fucking X Men, unless they just completely ignore her in general, and I don't know how they'll do that. And three. Um, you know, she is British and people want her back. So you're just killing hella stones. I mean, killing hella birds with one stone. Just bring her back. And you don't even have to give her a movie or nothing. Just make her an Avenger or some shit. And like, just some shit. Like, people want her back and she's a great character and a great actress. Uh, I like it. And But at the same time, I do like the fact that, you know, they continued her legacy forward with her daughter. Or, I mean, her, oh, niece, her niece. Her niece, you know. Why were people upset about that? Because, uh, like, Captain America's girlfriend just died. First of all, that was not his girlfriend. Uh, she was, like, 90 years older than him. And uh, she got remarried. She's <laughs> not even remarried. Married. Yeah. She ain't married. Oh, yeah, she ain't remarried right. shit. Yeah. She got, she got married. married and had children well before that motherfucker was dead. He was right. still very much alive. Right. All right. Exactly. And she got married. She was like, look, I'm not going to wait for you to thaw out. You know, I don't eat capsicles, motherfucker. And that's and, one thing. Yeah, I'm and like, he just kissed her. Now, uh, now, and now here's the thing. Now, to me, I mean, I don't want to get into mansplaining, but I'm kind of like, I would feel like proud that this woman moved on. She didn't sit there and I'm gonna wait for you on some damsel shit. She was like, Nah, fuck that nigga, I'm out. She I'm was real. Some other dudes let them shoot my club up and have some babies. Like, yeah. that's exactly well, what look, she I'm going to get into the spy game. I'm going to be Mrs. <laughs> Captain America. I'm going to wreck shit. I'm going to have some babies. Saying, I'm, I'm going to fuck with superhero shit. I'm just saying. I'm going to be Ant Woman for two days. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm like, dude. And so he smashed her daughter. What's the, I mean, her, her I mean, niece. niece. What the fuck is the problem? I don't know. Like, hey, well, we don't even know if he smashed her niece. He just oh, kissed yeah, he her. He just kissed her. It was just a I mean, kiss. Shit. Every it woman was... Steve kisses, you know, that, that's a banging kiss right there, all right? <laughs> he kissed, hit that. It was just a kiss. I think she got pregnant from that kiss. So what? Like, people put, like, I mean, it's not like she didn't want the kiss. She wanted it. He wanted it to go kiss. So what? No. Like, not like there was any penetration well, or yeah. anything. Like, not like she gonna come back to life either. Not like, you know, maybe if I wait longer, she'll just oh, resurrect because, you know, shit. I was technically dead. I mean, shit. He's like a 20-something, late 20-year-old man. Let the man, you know, get some. Let the man get, yeah, can, let the man can Captain America bit. get some pussy? Just a can Captain bit. America get some Can Steve Rogers get some pussy? Has he had any pussy? Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's trying to give him a boyfriend. I'm like, can he get some ass first? Can he get some... Just a little bit. Can we get just, just a little bit? Just a little bit before we start you know, determining what he likes. He saves a lot of people. Like, he should get some know, booty. Can he get some booty and something? He can't give a black widow. Mm. He's k- kissing awkwardly with her and kissing awkwardly with all these chicks. Like, yep. can she just. Anyways. It's true. It's true. Um, speaking of uh, changing shit. Aw, shit. Uh, I hear they're changing Captain Marvel's origin story because for some reason. They say it has similarities with Green Lantern, and that's got me fucking worried. I'm concerned. I'm very. I'm not concerned. I'm worried. I'm scared. I'm concerned that the well, you get so worried, like terrified, yeah, brother. Yeah, terrified. Yeah, yeah, fucking. And I'm bamboozled, and I'm completely hoodwinked. Cur- I'm kerfuffled. Run them up. Because <laughs> I'm just like I ain't the you know I ain't the you know the the highest level Super Saiyan in the market. 
But oh, you ain't hit Super Saiyan Blue yet. I ain't Super Saiyan Blue yet. Oh man, but, you gotta um, get Super Saiyan Blue. Add no, some kale cans no. to that shit. I, I need some uh, sensu beans. But um, I'm like, what the fuck does Captain Marvel's origin have to do with Green Lantern? All right, let's see. Hold on. Let's 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 do some compare okay. contrast. Okay, right. please. So we'll, we'll start with Green Lantern. Okay. Green Lantern. It's green. Is a he's a pilot. Pilot. Who came across a dying alien? Okay. Who was, had a ring? Okay. That generated constructs based on willpower, mm-hmm. and was considered the most powerful weapon, one of the most powerful weapons in the universe. Okay. Right. Um. He creates constructs. He has no internal powers other than that, and it's completely dependent on the ring. Right. Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, and he took that ring willingly. Yeah. Because of willpower and everything. Yeah. Captain Marvel was abducted by aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, she military. was in the military, in the Air Force, but I don't think... Was she a pilot? I don't, I don't think she was a pilot. I don't think she was a pilot. She was just in the Air Force side, She's I think. She was a colonel, though. She was a... Uh, well, I don't think, I don't think she started, started as a colonel. She started... Maybe, I don't know what she started. Okay. Uh, but... She was abducted by aliens mm-hmm. who genetically modified her, well, gave I, her powers to absorb energy, yeah. super strength, and flight. Well, I thought that the Kree weapon like shot at her, and Captain Marvel like shielded her, and they're like the real. The, I don't want to say the real Captain Marvel. Uh, Mar- Cap- the original Captain Marvel, Marvel, the right. dude, he like covered her, but because of that, she was still exposed to the radiation of it. So that's why she didn't die from it. Yeah. I'm not gonna and go. somehow it modified. Yeah, I'll say she was kidnapped initially, and he yeah. came to save her. Yeah, exactly. And they hit her with something. Yeah. That made her DNA somehow part Cree but greater. Yeah. And then as a result, she could fly, yeah. which is not make constructs. Right. She has super strength, which right. is not, not make constructs. constructs. And she has the ability to absorb energies, which is also not, not making constructs. But right? does she have any bling bling? She no. has no bling bling. She has no bling bling. Which is she not like Green Lantern. No rings. She, <laughs> she if has you, no bling. If you take off her outfit, she's just naked but still That's has true. all her powers. Where if you take off old boy's bling, uh-huh. he's just a dude. Yeah. Um, oh, she gets more powerful in space because binary. Oh, wait. That's not like Green Lantern either. That's not like, yeah. Uh, okay. That has to do with like white dwarf stars mm-hmm. and, you know, cosmic binary powers. So how uh, the fuck um, is this like Green Lantern? In no way how? at all is this like Green Lantern. This I'm is like the concerned. dumbest... Like, that's what I'm worried is because I think that maybe, and I don't know who's directed this movie, maybe somebody read the wrong book and confused <laughs> um, Quasar. Picked up Quasar. I was going to say, uh, picked up, up Quasar. Or with, uh, what's it called? Um, what's her name? Like, Farrah, uh, Marvel's daughter. Oh, yeah. You know, how she basically became Quasar for a bit. Yeah. And she still didn't, was not Captain Marvel. Um, she got the Negabands, mm-hmm. um, or the, uh, what else are they called? They have, like, a couple names. There's a Negabands. Because Negabands were, I think, like, first. The Negabands are... Did they become something else? I thought they were always the Negabands. Okay. I don't know. I Some people call them other shit. It's but. Quasar. It's Qua- basically Quasar. Quasar's <laughs> power is essentially the Green Lantern's He's power. just Green Lantern. He's, like, he's like really powerful. Just no, he's, like... Is. Kyle Rayner, last Green Lantern, Green Lantern, yeah. where he's really, really powerful with it. He basically, yeah, same power except for his yellow. Like, he's basically the fear corpse not having to do fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's stupid if they're going to change anything. I don't like it. Um, it's frightening to me. It's frightening. Um, but it scares the shit out of me. 
Um, but on that note, I want to do something okay. that will make me a lot happier. What's that? We got trailers. Oh. We got trailers, buddy. Okay. We uh, This week, we got a new trailer for something we've talked about quite a bit. That is our boy Luke Cage. So we see, of course, the night nurse. She's like the glue. Yeah. She's like one of the few people who's not doing shit. Tank <laughs> Came up with abilities. I just want to be left the hell alone. But that would be a waste. I like that Marvel's really pushing the hip hop thing on this. Oh yeah, because I be collecting all the hip hop variant issues. Yeah. This <laughs> much happens in the shadows. I've been trying to get them all. They're doing them again, by the way. It's smart. They're good covers. It's unique. Our reputation, our legacy, our blood. Our mouth. In every business. My British homie Brett X. He was like, he actually was a black dude on there after this cotton mouth. He collects all these action figures. He had a cotton mouth action figure. I forgot. That's oh, supposed to be in Surface Society, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, yeah, he is. Sometimes if yes. you want justice, that's awesome. You have to get it yourself. Hopefully they can do the Surface Society. I like the Surface Society. I mean, like we say, it's all about growing it. And everybody starts somewhere. Yeah. By doing these, like, by doing all these little ones, you have a better lead into the Defenders. Because you have Punisher. You have Daredevil. You have Jessica Jones. Like, they're established. They didn't just do Defenders movie. And then we see this shit afterwards. And then we see everyone else after. And like you said, I love it. And I love how they're keeping it like the Cage book. Where this is a brother from the hood. Yeah. Who just happened upon superpower. Right. So you feel more attached to the character. Where it's like, when you wake up one day, motherfucker, you can throw cars around and your skin's unbreakable. Motherfuckers can't pop you. Yeah, real shit. And nowadays, we need a bulletproof black man. Like, we, we need nowadays. Oh, no, we don't. Because all the other ones will get shot. <laughs> they will be like, one of you, we knew it. One of you motherfuckers became the Hulk. We knew to be scared. <laughs> this is why we shot in the first place. So if one of them actually comes out bulletproof, they'll be like, told you, told you, now it's over. What Shoot if them I was off. like, you see, this is the story that you need to do. What if a real good nigga? From like oh, Chicago got powers. That'd be fucked. Like the other crew's like, like fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. They had to send Nighthawk to come get us. <laughs> They're like, uh, we'd like to open negotiations. We did give you Obama. So please talk to us. Please definitely talk to us. But yeah. Um, all the episodes come out September 30th. Phenomenal trailer. Uh, could be more hype. I'm very, very, very hype about that. Now, on to the next. We got two trailers this week. Yep. Um, I know you're excited about this one. I'm hype. I'm hype. And you know what? Uh, I've probably only watched this trailer like 400 times. This is the new Rogue One trailer. Uh, I've been telling my, my my kids why this is so important. And I said because the Star Wars universe is bigger than just the Jedi. Imperial flag. Like there's more shit to the universe. And I said well, I, will, I want to see more movies of that. Of the other people. To me, that's more interesting. Jedi's have powers to do all this shit. What about the normal motherfuckers? Like they still out here too. Well, and when you think about it, like most of the rebellion is made up of all normal motherfuckers. Like yeah. when you go back to the first, uh, you know, well not first, episodes four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. There's one motherfucking Jedi. I mean, that's it. <laughs> no, seriously, there's one motherfucking Jedi. It. When they became two, 
The other motherfucker died like 30 minutes later. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, fuck. Right, there's only man. one Jedi. And you know how we sit there where? One and a half sit? Just one and a half, yeah. Because the fucking, uh, what's it called? Um, Sidious, or who became, um. Oh, yeah, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen's like my dad, yo. Like, he, I was raised on Donnie Yen films. Like, <laughs> it's smart putting him in here and showing, you know, like you said. Showing the other side of everything, showing yeah. the human side, because that's who's really fighting the war. No real the shit. Aliens, like, yeah. The aliens, the humans, the yeah. you know random species who have an entire planet decimated. Right. You know, yeah, okay, one or two Sith, whatever. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. that ain't our problems, motherfucker. <laughs> our problem is a big ass galactic spaceship. <laughs> Hey, one Sith is over there like, tick, 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 I'm building a space station. William Miller said Hitman. Hitman and Ghost Dog. You will not convince me this movie isn't just Hitman beats Ghost Dog in space. Are you with me? We'll give away the plot. Oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. All the way. Hitman beats Ghost Dog in space. <laughs> Hitman versus Ghost Dog. <laughs> That'd be great. Where's Mike Tyson? Oh, it was Mike Tyson. <laughs> he's in it, man. Three. I, I gotta finish watching that. It's on Netflix. Man, um, he's gonna get in there. And he's gonna knock on his hands out, son. He's hey, so good, man. Make fun of his voice all you want. That nigga powerful. Hey, he, it, that'd be the that worst person. Worst person in today's age uh-huh. to fuck with because everything's like social media or like verbally. So you hear like he like you put a sound clip out. All these motherfuckers out here talking shit about me, son. You would talk shit if you was in my face. You'd be like, man, this little five-year-old ass. You make all kind of memes, a little fire. Don't do it. That motherfucker knock on your door. You'd be like, nigga, Mike Tyson is the type of nigga that would pull up. (laughs) Mike Tyson would pull up on you. Like, oh, you can talk shit to all these people all you want. They ain't going to fuck with you. Mike Tyson seems like the type of nigga he would show up to your house. Hey, you remember there was a nigga, <laughs> he would there, pull up. there was a motherfucker in a bar who found out in a hard way, walked up, oh, what's up, Mike Tyson? Oh, you the champ, I talk like a little pal. knock you the fuck out. That motherfucker woke up a week later Yo. and was like, what happened to my face, son? Remember when that nigga <laughs> was in Canada and that dude was interviewing him? Did you see that clip? Oh, yeah, yeah. And that dude was like, he, he called a rapist. No, he brought up his rape Ooh. allegations. And that nigga, Mike Tyson, got pissed. Like, oh, yeah. he was like twitching in his seat. Like, you could tell this nigga wanted to fire off. I was like, yeah. salute to that, bro. I would have run. Because he did this yeah, shit. He, he, he did. <laughs> That's how he handled it, too. He was like, he was like, he was like, oh, you a piece of shit, son. He was like, you a piece of shit. You a piece of fucking Fuck shit, son. You a piece of shit. I respect, I respect it like, <laughs> you yeah, motherfucker. Hey, man, if the man got a hey, temper, Duke, right? Dude could have changed up. He did whatever, but he tried to keep pushing. It was like, you picked the wrong motherfucking one, son. But why, why did he, why did he get, bring up his allegations? Like, because he's a piece of shit. He, <laughs> he did I his mean, time. He called a spade that a spade. Was bullshit. He did his time. He paid his uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I think certain things are, you don't get to do time and get forgiven. Like, if you steal okay. money from a company, you do time. Okay, you forgive it. Right. You rape somebody, nigga. You don't get forgiven for that shit. First of all, okay, 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 okay. First of all, I think that shit was bullshit, but that's another whole other story. Uh, Well, I mean, you know, you went to jail, so technically, based on the you did your time argument, you was also guilty of doing that shit. Uh, If you gonna use the get your time argument, you was also guilty of doing it, right? Nah, I mean, no, you're right. Because you did your time for a crime that you committed, but the man was there to promote his shit that I still want to watch because people say it was actually good. Um... What's the hell? Um, look what we got here. Did you see the other dude that was on the? 
This is the saltiest IP man review. He said it's disappointed. There's no internet or PC history mentioned on the movie. Just a bunch of Chinese people getting bopped. I still need to watch the third one. Um, I haven't watched it. You can tell that it's not. It's not the real It Man history. <laughs> you can tell that they fabricated some shit. I have no problem with this. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. Long as at the end he ends up teaching Bruce Lee. <laughs> and that's that. Yeah, but um, just like my history, I taught Bruce Lee. <laughs> but in real life, motherfuckers. But how do we feel about Luke Cage? Um, I love Luke Cage. Um, I've said it before. Uh, it looks good. Uh, the trailers have been good. I like the actor. I like the fact that he was pre-introduced. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So you got a good feel for him. You know, if it was completely unexpected, I'd say you know I have my hopes up, but I don't know. Right. But we've seen him on screen. I mean, he wasn't Jessica Jones. We know that the brother's likable. You yeah. know what I mean? We know that, you know, they didn't give him this, like, crazy, super, you know, like, over-glamorified treatment. Like, no, nah, motherfucker, bar blew up. I walked the fuck out, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't fucking die. And, you know. know. Oh, by the way. <laughs> man, and, you know, he's smashing Jackson Jones, you know, uh-huh. like a champ. Uh-huh. You know, and I hope that, you know, they continue that relationship. They have the baby. Me too. Um, I want them to, you know, have the little Danielle. Uh, me too. Um, um, I like I like that whole. I, I like I like what's going on on Netflix overall. Just I like all it. Of it. I'm almost kind of liking it more than the MCU in general. I don't know what it is. I've been doing a lot of rewatching, and I was just like, I really enjoy this shit. Yeah, and I think that that kind of I had that feeling um, when the Max Line books were out. Yes. Um, the Max Line books kind of did what Netflix is doing with a lot of the Marvel. They took a different side to the Marvel with the street heroes. Yes. And they made them uh, much darker, mm-hmm. uh, much more relatable on the level of, you know, we do shit to survive. We are these, you know, darker heroes like mm-hmm. uh, the Punisher, you know, going into much more depth on how brutal the Punisher is. Right. Cage was a series that got kind of rebooted there where you found out, you know, I'm going my brother in the hood, and I don't, you know, I can't like fly. I'm not invulnerable, or not invulnerable. But I'm not immortal. I can't fly. I gotta go to the grocery store like you, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I gotta eat and shit like that. You know, and that's one thing I like about Daredevil. You know, I had this conversation online. Someone said, "Why do you like Daredevil?" And I'm saying because when we watch when you watch superhero movies, especially movies, um, all the superheroes are either rich, hella intelligent. Off the in the military, they got all this government weaponry, they got all this money. And then you got Daredevil, <laughs> who's just trying to get by. He's just he like a guy said. He said that he is mo- he's multi managing the fuck out of these few blocks. <laughs> uh, yep. Like he is just like just stay out of my area. Just stay stay out. out of Hell's Kitchen. Stay Why out. the fuck you even want to come to Hell's Kitchen? You oh, hear the name we call this shit? <laughs> we call this shit Pleasantville, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, you know? Oh, shit. <laughs> Take the land of opportunity here. That's real talk. But um, no, I'm, I'm in agreement, man. I, I do like that aspect more. I think it's much more relatable. It is. Yeah, I mean, even Suicide Squad was funded. I mean, shit, Captain Boomerang had motherfucking, like, he had... Boomerangs with fucking cameras on them. He had a Samsung yeah, Galaxy see, S7. I know, right? You know what I'm saying? I threw that boomerang like it was a fucking, uh, like it was one of those, uh, what's it called? Drones. Like it was shit. a fucking drone. Yeah. That scene made me laugh so hard. Because I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, this motherfucker got real sharp boomerang. I got a boomerang with a fucking camera on it. Shut the fuck up. 
I was like, this is stupid. Especially because you realize how fast the boomerang travels? That motherfucker don't hover. And it's spinning. So yeah. I was just like, how the fuck is it maintaining? Yeah. Like, I hate to be that guy. But I was just kind of like, no. <laughs> so like, the, the, view, like the video would be like this. <laughs> Even slightly, like the precision uh, that would be needed there. And I don't understand I'm supposed to suspend disbelief, but... Fuck that. It don't yeah, make fuck sense. That, fuck that. It don't I'm make sense. The only person who could do something like that is Batman because he's Batman. We cap the boomerang? I'm like, nah, nigga. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You can't even put together no. a good sentence in this movie. <laughs> oh, and we supposed to real, be like, you some boomerang tech genius, motherfucker? Oh, man. No. Another scene that got to me the most was just the scene, the fact that Flash ain't got time to stop the witch for destroying the world, but he got time to stop a nigga throwing Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Catching a bank. Like, that scene was just like, no. Like, Batman. Superman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Aquaman. 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 <laughs> they were destroying carriers out there. The motherfucker like, look, it's a sea. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> you know. Hey, <laughs> no, I ain't like, oh, shit, the world's ending. Well, good game, guys. Oh, no. Hey, good game. Oh. Kiss your loved ones. I'm going to go find Iris right <laughs> quick and... Hang that, out with her. That annoys me. That annoyed me. Like, right? it would be well, much cooler if they were on the outside. And see, you could do little things. And people are like, well, yeah, I don't understand. Like, somebody was telling me the other day, like, well, it wouldn't make sense, you know, if they came and showed up. Like, how would they not get there and just stop her? You know, and I was like, she's a mystical character. She could put up a mystical barrier around the ship. And they got in before she put it up. Because she still did have all these, you know, kind of desires to kidnap the, uh, what's it called, Rick Flag. Mm-hmm. So she would have left the barrier up, then put a barrier up right. that they couldn't get through. And it would have been cool as shit to see him show up mm-hmm. and, you know, can't get through the barrier, trying to get through the barrier, then all of a sudden everything just stops. Everything just Like, you know, uh, that, that whole thing with her was also kind of dumb that I was just kind of like, oh, God, why did she just put them all in magical shit? Why did she have to, like, melee and let them get close, like... Oh, I don't want to get off of the Suicide Squad too much, but that just was just like, you know, but once again, like we said in the last one, there's a better movie underneath this. How it should have been done was that they were on some covert mission that no one knows nothing about. Shit gets fucked up. Shit shoots up in the sky. Suicide Squad fucks it up and leaves. And then the Justice League show up. Justice League show up like, what the fuck happened? And then Batman will notice something that looks familiar. Mm. And or like one of the bad guys could die, and he could see and it had a bomb in his neck, and he was like, "I know who did this." Next scene, he's showing up at he's pulling up on fucking Viola Water. Yeah, I mean uh, on the wall on uh, Amanda Waller, like he's I pulling up, like, that. "Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm onto you. Like, I'm onto you. I just want you to know that." See, that would have been a much better film. But anyways, so they officially announced they they are doing a season two of Jessica Jones. Yes. Um, I'm excited, but I'm concerned because I'm like, okay, they're saying there's going to be multiple villains this time. Okay. I think that's the only way you can do it. But who's? But here's the thing. She has no rogues gallery. That's what I'm saying. So you're going to just have to introduce characters. Uh, Meaning that I think that we're going to see villains for other people. I'm okay with that. Along her lines. Like, I think it would almost be interesting to do something... Where, like, you have her get involved with a young black cat. Felicia Hardy? For Alicia Hardy, because you're going to have Spider-Man pop up. This is true. And if you do a crossover with the actresses, you know what I mean? Where you introduce her as a kid who basically tries to get over on Jessica by claiming one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to, like, I need your help, but trying to clear people out of a certain territory. Mm-hmm. I think that could prove interesting. Because 
one of the things that I like about Gotham is the Catwoman portrayal on there with the little girl. Yeah. She cool as shit. And she's <laughs> badass as fuck. But she's street smart in what she does. Yeah. And I think that Disney, especially Disney Marvel, having that kid in a darker kind of, you know, environment, I think would actually sit well as the, you know, real street smart kid mm. who is coming, you know, up and coming in that world and be younger, you know what I mean? Then move her over to the movie property. I'm with it. I would be I would be all for that. See, I wish that Marvel would have just made Zendaya just a black cat and had her show up on there. Cause she does shows. She's done shows for Disney all the time. So now she's an adult, so now she can do more adult stuff. Mm. I would have liked to her just been black cat. But she's supposed to be something else. We don't really know. So either way, I'm just excited that they are doing Jessica Jones season two. They're probably gonna wait till after Defenders but I want the Defenders either midway in the season or at the end. I wanted to end with Jessica Jones getting a fucking uh, getting a, a pregnancy test and finding out that she's pregnant. Okay. That would have been awesome. Then have her whole second season be her pregnant. Well, like fighting back as she's pregnant. I think, that I probably, think, cool I think they'll probably wait on that. Give her some superheroes for Defenders because having a pregnant lady... Into, you know, no, I'm talking about for season two. That's what I'm saying. No, like, I know what you're saying. Having a pregnant for the whole season of yeah. Jessica Jones kind of takes away the villains thing. Like, I don't I'd know. almost want to say have her get pregnant at the end of season two, establish some villains, have her establish the alias uh-huh. business. So have her go through that, have her go through some dangers, then she gets pregnant because Luke Cage isn't going to be there in a show yet. Meaning that his show is pre Jessica Jones, to my understanding. But she, they've already smashed. No, I'm saying they already smashed. So when you come back, you still have their relationship kind yeah. of forming. And they can do that you know in what defenders. I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, I can see a little bit of that. I mean, I can see it, but yeah. I think that they, I think Jessica Jones has because Kristen Ritter is not too old, so I think she has some life I got in you. that show. You know I got what you. I mean? Okay. I can see a season. So you're three saying you're not against it, just not this early. Correct. Okay, okay. okay. I mean, I'm for it. I want yeah, to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm for, for it. I just think that you there's more they could do with their character because she was Before so... They do that. She was very unexplored in the books. Well, yeah. It's like you guys had a good little run with her and you left it at that. I mean, you know? they did. They had her in the post. I remember that book. Um, which was pretty much her working for the yeah. Daily Bugle. And then they just did Jessica Drew uh, was, preg- was, preg- was pregnant. Yeah, yeah, Spider Woman. She was beating up scrolls because no, there's nothing else you could do when you're <laughs> pregnant. Well, Spider Woman... Well, Jessica Drew... Is I mean Jessica Jones is just Jessica Drew. The whole concept was that Bendis wanted to do a Spider Woman thing, and Marvel told him no, and so he said, "Screw you guys! I'm just gonna create my whole brand new character, and she's pretty much just Jessica Jones. I mean Jessica Drew. They even have the same first name. For those of you who don't know, so um, I can see that. I mean basically, but uh, the one who knocks Zendaya, she's gonna play some woman named Michelle. Yeah." They don't know. We don't know what that is. I think it's a front. I, I think it's a front for something. Uh, I heard a rumor that Bokeem Woodbine is playing Shocker. I'm honestly thinking Spider-Man is just going to be a shit ton of villains. <laughs> and it should be. I think it should be like Spider-Man just going through and encountering shit. Because when you really break it down and Spider-Man, the overarching length of Spider-Man's career... Mm-hmm. His life is all about fuck. Shit sucks. Being a superhero really, really fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. I always like get fucked over before it. I never get no fucking respect 
Yeah. You know, I mean, nobody puts respect on my name. <laughs> All right? And, yeah. you know, that's, like, that to me also translates to, you know, quite a few villains. Yeah. And I can see it, too. I can see, like, the Avengers are off doing some shit. Well, there really isn't an Avengers right now. So, like, they're kind of laying low. And, like, the villains are finding out, oh, shit, they're laying low. And yeah. the Avengers are laying low, so we're going to come out and just take over. And Spider-Man's like, fuck, who else is there? <laughs> like, there's no one really that could help me right now. True, and true. so he goes and just whoops hella ass. Like, I, I want to see a fast-paced movie with just hella villains. I'm almost down for them to just hop straight into Sinister Six. Just just yeah. go straight uh, into it. I want to see them rebuild it just because they got the new kid... It's Marvel. I think Marvel could Marvel could build something much greater. I just don't want to wait six movies. I don't. Well, I don't think you have to wait six movies. But okay. you know, introducing two or three at a time could lead to one, maybe two movies. And maybe you he know. could do a Sinister Six, and then have to do the Spider Verse, and they could bring Miles, and they could bring in Spider Gwen. You know that's happening. This man's the Spider whole Spider Verse. Yeah, Ooh. they can. I want. Then they give me Miguel O'Hara. Give me Spider-Man 2099. That's too much. Can I have Spider- I can't have Spider-Man 2099. Uh, too much fucking webbing for live Spider- action. <laughs> You're asking for too much. Too much. I'm asking. You will be like, look, this is like 90. Sp- there will be more Spider-Man than Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, uh, how many? You already got like four. This is true. But and the there's more. Planet. There's more. The planet is a Green Lantern. <laughs> Mogo's awesome. They need to do him. Yeah, um, they need to do him. So what's that big round thing over there? Mogo. Introduce. Mogo. He's Who's being played by? Mr. CGI. Hey, Done. man. They're doing Ego. And fuck yeah. Mogo was in Batman vs. Superman. When they went in space, there was a bright, shiny looking star. Mogo. He was in there. I would have liked that. That would have been dope. I would have liked that a lot. He should have looked up. Like, what's that green shit? Oh, I got shit to do. Let's just, I mean, now can we kick, can we kick off the books? Do you think we should do that? Uh, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and kick off the books. Okay. Um, um, he, he was going right there. DC. Y'all, y'all ain't playing, are you? Y'all, y'all ain't playing with the, this all-star Batman. Um, first of all, um, holy fucking shit. Um, y- you will behold Batman with a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. You will see Batman with a chainsaw. I don't know what the fuck he's holding on your cover. That's the bat crowbar. That's the bat crowbar? Oh, bat crowbar, man. Does it, it, it looks like, like a crowbar, but it also looks like a bat as well. well. But he fashions everything into a bat. Like I said, if Batman carried guns, they would be shaped as bats. Shaped and then it would be bats? okay. Oh, yeah. man. Um, it's imagery. You got a trademark. No, you're right. Um, Batman, also Batman. It was getting all these 100% reviews, like 10 out of 10. Five out of fives. And I'm thinking in my head, it couldn't have been that good. Then I read it and I was like, what? <laughs> Snyder is the definitive Batman writer. Um, Yeah, DC came for it, man. And they did damn good. Uh, yeah, it's it's a solid um, it's a solid run. Um, the only thing that bugged me about it, something that bugged me in other books, is that you know they keep talking about uh, the character Duke. And how he's not just another Robin. He's trying something different. 
It's like it's not really something it, different it's not if different there's at all. a Batwing, a Batwoman, now just yellow black kid Batman. Um, Bat Girl, Bat Taco, Bat Mike, Bat Taco. Bat, I mean, there's all oh, kinds and, of and Orphan, and Orphan, and, uh, and Red Clayface. Hood, and Clayface. <laughs> and, I mean, like five Robins. I mean, let's let's keep it one hundred. It's you're doing the same shit. You are. You're basically like, look, you're my assistant until you get shot. So I'm gonna put you in bright fucking yellow. So my thing is, that's uh, fucked up. By the way. It that's is up. like, look, but my thing I is, mean, he's black. He he could just walk around normal and people would have a hard time seeing him. <laughs> you no, know? you're absolutely right. My whole thing is, what exactly it makes him different other than this is a black dude. I mean, yeah, because like he like, has the same origin as everybody else. His same origin. Parents, parents fucked up. Parents fucked up. I mean, Dick Grayson. Parents fucked up. Jason Todd. Parents gone, and then parents one blown up. up in front of him. Yeah. Um. What's it called? Uh. Tim Drake. His mom died, and then later his dad got killed by yeah. Captain Boomerang. By Captain Boomerang. <laughs> of all fucking people. I know, right? Bitch ass Captain Boomerang. Yeah, that was um, crazy. But his dad actually did do what most heroes fail to do. He killed the su- killed the supervillain. This is true. Um, but, uh, so, I mean, that's, that's like the when same did that story. Happen? Oh, shit. Infinite Crisis. Oh, uh, yeah. Identity Crisis. Identity Crisis. Identity yeah. Crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Identity Crisis number six. Um, yeah. I was right like, towards wait, when the that end. Right before they bin. found out about, uh, what's it called? Sue Dibney. Yeah. Yeah. Going crazy. And that was just a random ass scene where Captain Boomerang kills someone with a boomerang. Yeah. But, um, um, but yeah, so. I recommend this book. This is my book of the week, it's man. A, it's a good book. Um, my, my, like I said, that's my only issue with it is just like, you guys are pushing too hard that he's not like a Robin. Like, we don't give a shit. <laughs> right? And the motherfucker gets really a new don't. Robin like every two weeks. We, we really don't, don't care. We really don't. We really don't care. We really um, don't. Here, we'll keep it DC. Uh-huh. And here's a book that I just terrifies me. Yes. Um, especially because when you look at the cover, uh, it's a little more terrifying. And that is... Superwoman number one. I'm fucking confused. DC Rebirth. I'm confused. Um, when does this happen? This happened. This is current. So this is yeah. at the same time right now, apparently, as the Action Comics book. Because she shows up to the DC, to the Doomsday fight. Oh, yeah. In okay. the book. So she shows up to the Doomsday fight. So it's a little bit like right around the same, like, three weeks. And uh, in this book. Oh, man. First off, you were like, okay, so. You still have Supergirl, who's getting another book released pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, that's fine. I don't mind Kara Zor-El. Then they're like, we're going to make a Superwoman now, and we're going to have it be Lois Lane. We're like, okay, well, you know, if you're going to crime syndicate her, that'd be great. No, she's going to be a good guy. Yeah. Okay, weird. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to be the other Lois Lane, because there are two Lois Lanes. Like, there was two Supermans. Mm-hmm. The other Lois Lane's still alive. This Lois Lane is the new 52 Lois Lane, mm-hmm. and now she's going to get Superman's powers. You're like, wow, okay, so you're basically copying um, Thor, female Thor, yeah. with Jane Foster becoming Thor, yep. who used to be uh, Thor's little girlfriend or whatever. Um, hold on, why am I getting a call? <laughs> like, who's calling me? One second. All good. Yo. Really? Really? For real? Did she, I think she accidentally dialed me. Okay, well, never mind. I mean, it's one of the producers from the show. I figured maybe she has something to say. It was like, <laughs> look, production quality's down. Right? <laughs> like a board. DC Comics called, you know. I mean, <laughs> shit. Who knows? <laughs> Could have been technical difficulties that they noticed. So I was trying to see the production crew review. <laughs> what's going on? But, I got um, you. But, okay, so instead of just getting that with uh, Lois Lane, fake Jane, Jane uh, Foster, mm-hmm. uh, becoming Superman, 
we now also got Superman Red in Lana Lang. Because now Lana Lang is also apparently Superwoman 2, who's now Superwoman Red, which Superman Red and Blue was just a dumb idea. Dumb idea. It was a terribly executed dumb idea when they thought, like, we don't know what to do with Superman. Let's make him energy-based 100%. And it was just like, yeah, Blue. Then he splits off and becomes Red and Blue. And the same dude. Then he joins back together and just becomes, like, purple or some shit. I don't know. It was dumb. But now they're like, look, let's make Superwoman. And we'll have Superman Red come back. So now it's like Super Women. Uh, so the title is <laughs> fucked mad up. Mad Super Chicks. And then there. at the very same time, by the end of the issue, they introduce like a bizarro, bizarro Superwoman. Super Woman. So it's just like, all right, so we've now got like five Supermans mm-hmm. and like four Super Women. <laughs> like, I don't think you need any other fucking heroes on this planet. The whole shit's sewn up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's way too many super characters. Yeah. Me, I'm kind of like, what's the point of having a superwoman if we also have a supergirl? Like, I'm just kind of like, I just don't get... Uh-oh. Is someone butt that with you? I think so. Okay, it's all good. Yeah, I heard my kids calling. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, it's like, um, it's it's... I just don't see the point of... You're kind of the, you're, you're kind of taking Supergirl's thunder, to me personally. I'm like, that'd be like they put out a female Thor book and then they also put out Sif. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, 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 wait. Like, wait, why? At the you... same time. Yeah. At the very same time. Like, here you go, like, Sif and Angela. Yeah, <laughs> Sif, Angela, and like, just have a bunch of Asgardian uh, chicks and just having been the new team. But um, um I the want art's to... killer though. The art's great. Um, it's. It's like, it's just the premise of the story, to me, is dumb. The story, I mean, it wasn't poorly written. It was written okay. Mm. It just feels like too much Superman. Like, you guys are just over-abusing the power. Like, he doesn't feel unique to me anymore. Exactly. And that's a problem. Especially when, you know, you're doubling up so hard on characters. Like, Steel and Lex Luthor are the same fucking character now. Yeah, and now they're bringing Steel back in this same exact book. Yeah. Like now they're bringing Steel back, so I'm kind of like, so what's the point of Lex Luthor now being Superman? Like, it's just too much super motherfuckers running around. Like, yeah, they need to stop. Not they, a fan. They need to stop. Not um, a fan. Yeah, I, uh, if, if you want, go ahead and read this. Um, like I said, the art's nice. It's not a terrible read, but it does feel out of place Agreed. as a fan. Um, go ahead, man. Up yeah, ahead. okay, let's hop into this. Uh, a book that surprised me is not that bad. Red Hood and the Outlaws. I, I, when they first announced this book, I was intrigued. I'm like, okay, so they're going to be like an evil trinity. The Dark Trinity. They're going to have Red Hood as Batman. We're going to have Bizarre Superman who is Superman. And we're going to have Artemis, which is pretty much like an evil Wonder Woman. Um, Scott Lobdell wrote this, and uh, you could tell... That he's been listening to people who was just like, dude, I, I hate. <laughs> like, dude, I fucking hate uh, Scott Lobdell's writing. Because this was written really, really well. Um, we don't get too much of the team, unfortunately. But you can see that they're trying to pull them together. Uh, I, I yeah, have a soft well, spot uh, for him. I was going to say, I don't even really see that they're trying to pull them together. Like, okay. They, they just have one of the characters appear at the end, and you don't sure. know why they'd work together. But I feel you. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Superman, big ass axe. Yeah, like. dark Superman, dark Wonder Woman, and dark Batman. I get it. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, it's 
Yes and no. Okay. Um, I'm just worried that it won't. I'm just worried about where it's gonna go. Right now, this is the thing I was gonna say. I like the book. I like that. You know, I like the book. I like uh, where they're going with it. I just hope they hurry the fuck up. <laughs> a yeah. and B. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for them to find their place in the world. Yeah, and because it's kind of like, okay, why does this team exist? I feel that same way about the Titans book. I'm just kind of like, why are they a group? Like, why would we need them when we have a good, when we have the Justice League? Why would we need you guys as well? <laughs> True. Like for real. Like it's just like, like you know. But that's just my opinion on that. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. Um, anyway, solid week from DC for me. Like I got yeah. any props. Yeah. No, not bad at all. Um. Eh, not bad at all. They had some other book. What other book? All Star, uh, Red yeah, Hood. All-Star. Uh, I think Wonder Red. Woman was out. Wonder this Woman week, came out this which week. Which wasn't well. a bad read. I love the art in it. Yeah, the um, art's killer. The art's beautiful. My um, my concern. I said this to a guy the other day, of course, because you know the results came out for July, and everyone was like, "DC kicked Marvel's ass." They didn't kick their ass. They only beat them by like one percent. But that one percent is enough, considering the fact a Marvel put out more books, and b one of them was Civil War yeah. twice. Well, it's funny because it's if you talk about books, one percent means everything. You yeah. go to film, you'd be like, "Well, Marvel beat them by like forty-eight percent." They'd be like, "Ah, it means nothing. <laughs> Money means nothing right now. Uh-huh. All right, percentage means nothing. One uh-huh. percent of the books that means everything." Yeah, I mean, that's you know, honestly, DC got to count as many uh, I mean W's they can, and that was definitely a W for them. But then again, I'm just like, were we really shocked by this? Like, are we shocked? I'm like, well, you would just expect. I hope they beat Marvel. They completely rebooted their whole universe. I would hope that they did. <laughs> That's what happens when you release like twenty number ones in one month. Yeah, when you, <laughs> not twenty. You got to double out to forty because every oh, yeah, number one got a had a number had, had another a number rebirth. one. So yep. of course uh. that's gonna happen. And of course the two number ones were Nightwing and. Nightwing and Rebirth Nightwing. <laughs> so, like, they're on the side. Everyone's like, oh, Nightwing's out selling. There's uh, more Nightwing. And I'm just like, I like Nightwing. I like the book. But I'm just like, let's not act like this is going to be an ongoing thing. Stop it. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to be caping for Nightwing that long. Don't not trip. Don't long. trip. But shout out to him. He's going to fall off. <laughs> but uh, we'll go into the world of uh, Marvel Star Wars real quick with a book. It's uh, canceling soon. Yeah, that's going out. I mean, they're they're going to be done with this chapter of the story. I it could only go so far. You know, honestly, yeah. I honestly feel, I feel and smell Disney on this. Especially now that we're finding out that Vader is going to be in Rogue One. Yep. I can smell Disney like, cancel this book. Because we're going to start fucking with Vader more. As long as James R. Jones is alive. We're trying, we're trying to get as much out of him as we can. So, I feel like they're going to do more of a Darth Vader in the well, movies. it's not just that, but I think that, you know, depending on how the Rogue One portrayal comes off. Yeah. You know, what they have him do, you then re-enter the book with another number one, mm-hmm. of course, like they like doing, and you continue off, and you fill more of the gaps. Yeah. It's just smarter that way, because then this series becomes more valuable to your collectors who will run back and be like... Oh, I'm going to get all the trades. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, you know, catch up on the story. And then I can jump back in in another number one. Yeah. You know, and I think that feels that feels safe to people. But it's hard to say don't buy it because it's a good book. I mean, it still reads well as far as, uh, you know, a whole series. It does. It's been great. 
it's been my favorite. I like it more than the Star Wars book. Shout out to Roland Dank. Ah, that breaks my fucking heart. Vision is ending as well, but you know, Tom King got asked to do Batman, and I, I can't hate on that. I, I, but one thing I will like is that people aren't liking his Batman as much as they're liking his Vision. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, I could, I'd be like, okay, okay, okay. And people are like, yo, just get another writer. I don't want another writer. Like, I'm like, just end it, dude. Just just end it. Just cut it, yeah. I ride. mean, it was a labor of love. Yeah. It was a labor of love. It was a good um, Yeah, but uh, Darth Vader was good. Vision uh, started out good. And, you know, I knew that was going to happen eventually. It was going to be a letdown. And... Yeah. It ain't ending in the right way. Yeah, absolutely agree. So Darth Vader, you know, we love it? Uh, Yeah, I love Vader. Um, I say go back and collect all the issues. <laughs> yeah, I actually like it a lot. Um, Next is a book that I'm kind of like... I like it, but I'm kind of like, all right, where are we going with this? And this is Amazing Spider-Man. Dan Slott has been writing hella fucking issues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of this, you can kind of see he's kind of dying out. Um, I'm I'm gonna say something. Uh, I'm tired of I got hella money, Peter Parker. I'm hoping after this event, dead no more. That's coming up. I hope we go back to oh, I don't got no money, Peter Parker. Cause we tried it for a while. We've had it for 16 issues now. I'm kind of over Spider Man showing up on Sky Cycles and shit. <laughs> uh, I just, I was just like, nah. <laughs> I'm not for it. I want broke Peter. We had our fun with it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been, I don't know. He's been doing too much. It's like I, I mean, he's Tony Parker or Tony Stark. Tony Parker. You, you, you yeah. did that on purpose. Tony Parker. <laughs> He's Tony Parker, and uh, it's, it's getting annoying. Uh, it's getting annoying. But um, on to other books uh, that I'm not bored of. Black Panther, number five. Uh, still good. Um, still great. It's, it could be sad that this book makes me somehow dislike Aquaman even more. <laughs> because How? it's, well, it's the dealings of a king and his people. And I don't think they've ever really gone, like, I... Aquaman has had numerous troubles with his people mm-hmm. and, you know, him being king. And it's just basically like, you really get kicked the fuck out of your kingdom every time they make a different decision. Yeah. T'Challa's like, no, nah, motherfucker, you ain't kicking me out of shit. Like, you have to that. leave and mount a rebellion outside of my kingdom mm-hmm. to challenge my kingdom. Yeah. And still you ain't taking his head on. You still ain't fucking with You it. know what I mean? And, I don't know, it just feels strong. Yes. You know, for a character who, you know, I mean, has gotten some OP treatment. I know you talked about earlier with the whole <laughs> Silver Surfer armbar thing, which I don't think people understand. Whereas, that don't make no fucking sense. All right? People are like, oh, well, based on human physiology. Stop! No, no. Stop! It works like this. If I have a tube that's made out of paper and I bend it one way... It is not as easy to do the same thing with a tube made out of steel. Steel, exactly. In this case, this is a cosmically powered, 100 plus ton capable, mm-hmm. super metallic being versus the guy who essentially is like a super Olympian. Yeah. He's no. Like, yeah, no. Like, it ain't gonna no. happen. No, there's not. You ain't gonna armbar him. Like, like, you wouldn't move it. 
Like, this shit ain't no, seriously. Like, first of all, let's keep it real. He wouldn't even have been able to land it on his shit, on his shit, because Simple Shepard moves at light speed. Like, I like Panther, but he can't do that shit. Like, come on, bro. That was the most OP thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was just like, get the fuck. So what happened? I hopped on Silver Surfer's board, put him in an arm bar, and... Put him in a fucking chicken wing. Like, put him in a fucking... (laughs) Put him in a Taz mission. I was like, what the fuck? Fuck is this shit? <laughs> like, I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. no. And God bless the dead. Um, rest in peace, McDuffie. But nah, that one. <laughs> no, that wasn't no. And you know, no. But uh, Black Panther number five still good though. Um, yeah. it, uh, Eden shows up in the episodes. So I got a little guest it feature. It was good to see and, Eden. You know, it was, it was good to see. It was good Eden. to see that they forgot about people and to bring a brother in. You know what I mean? I haven't seen shows, him but, since um the the Hickman Avengers run. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, and isn't so, he Gateway's son or nephew or some shit? Uh, third cousin, twice removed. Third cousin, because, uh, I, I, you know, you don't know with Keisha and uh, Pookie. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. Are all Aboriginal uh, superheroes transporters? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, how else they get out the islands? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, that being said, teleport. Teleport. <laughs> all right, brother. Uh, but uh, it's good stuff. On you. On you. On me. Um. Can we talk about the best book the Marvel is putting out? <laughs> it's a good book, though. I do like it. Spider-Man Deadpool. Spider-Man Deadpool. Where are they at now? Number uh, eight? Number eight. Issue and eight. For the past two issues, they had another writer doing it. And I like how this book starts off with, with Deadpool addressing it. <laughs> Deadpool starts off the book like, oh, man, I feel like we've been gone two issues. Seems like there's like some kind of major event going on. I mean, they want to like tight. <laughs> and um, basically, Spider-Man's on to Deadpool now. Spider-Man is like... Dude, did you kill me or some shit? Like, oh, yeah, he knew he killed him, remember? Yeah, well, yeah, but like, no, well, yeah, he's just kind of like, wait. But wait, he was, he's on to him now, like, wait, did you kill me because of this? Or, like, pretty much, like, Spider-Man is in feeling yeah. Deadpool. He wants to find out if they're really friends. He's yeah. like, well, did, I mean, did you really not know that I'm Peter Parker with your fourth <laughs> wall ass? Because if so, then, you know, you and Spider-Man are homies, but you didn't like Parker. And they try to make, it's further making Deadpool out to be a good guy kind of thing, you know. Uh-oh. Deadpool's, uh, I mean, I like the book. I think it's probably one of the better Deadpool books out, but they're oversaturating the market with Deadpool right now. Oh, it's just, shit. It's too much Deadpool. And Deadpool, I mean, look at the hat and the shirt, man. Deadpool's the homie, but the, too much Deadpool can be a very bad thing because he's all jokes. You're and, DP'd out, man. Well, You're you, DP'd out for The a thing minute. is, humor, I think humor does come in doses. Like, if I was to walk, go and watch the same stand-up comic every motherfucking night, all night. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine anybody's going to be that funny for that long. Eventually, it's going to get to points where it's dry. And Deadpool's hit some of those points recently where, you know, they've gone back and done, like, 70s issues and shit like that. And the humor doesn't feel as fresh as it used to. Where Deadpool popped up, you're like, oh, some shit's going down. Some funny, uh, you know, there's going to be some funny lines. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, he's... He's becoming, like, he was like a Eddie Murphy where the stand-ups were super unique, and now he's becoming like Dane Cook where you're like, motherfucker, shut up. Oh, shut your mouth, dude. Dane Cook sucks cock. He's never been funny, and, yeah, you're kind of getting, you're kind of having a point there. But at least he's good in this book. I mean. Uh, no, I'm saying, it, it is. But that's what I'm saying is, 
Now it's like, like I said, not that you're not still funny, not that you're not still a great character, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm getting too much of you. Do we feel this way about Batman? Um, yes and no. Why not? I'd almost say no because his entire world is somewhat different. And only because I think humor is one of those things, like I said, where you have to have it in certain doses. Where Batman is detective stories. Like, there's like 90 different versions of CSI and NCIS and crime stories. And then when you look at lawyers like Matlock, Perry Mason, this motherfucking Junebug and all mm-hmm. kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. I think that that world, the world of like criminal investigation and stuff, is like an endless... Um, it's like endless in terms of the amount of stories you can have you. and things like that. Where humor is like, you could just abuse funny. Mm-hmm. Like, too much funny might not be a good thing. Might not be. You know? I mean, and that's what I think the problem with him is, where it's like, that's his character. Yeah. When you make him not like that, he feels weird. Like, when you're saying he's on Avengers team. It's like, that feels weird for you, because, you know, I mean, you can't be as, you know, Deadpool-ish as you normally are. Like, you have to remove something from the character to make him fit on the team. I think someone made a good point, because I was talking about this about someone as well. I said, how come people were getting sick of Deadpool? I said we, because me, I'm kind of in that way too. I said, how come we're getting sick of Deadpool, but we never, got, we never get sick of Batman? He made a good point. He said, Batman has his own side of the DC Universe. Oh, yeah. Deadpool's not at that point yet, where he has his own niche. Like, this is Deadpool's corner. You could say that about Batman. With Batman, you think Robins. You think Nightwing. You think Orphan. You think Batwoman. You think all this shit. But with Deadpool... We're getting there, especially with the next book I'm going to bring up. We're getting there, especially since they're getting their own titles. But right now, he doesn't have his own section of the Marvel Universe. And the sad part is, I don't want him to. No, because I that's you. not that's not his character. His it's character not, is all about not. his interactions with the existing Marvel Universe. Yes. That's one of the reasons he has a fourth wall ability. Yes, agree. Because it's all about his interactions that. from that perspective with mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe, where Batman's like, no, you're an integral part. Like, you have your own story of you dealing with Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Other characters have, you know, their own places, but they're just too powerful. Because, like, Flash, Flash, I think, like, Quicksilver Speed would be a much more interesting character because it would be more reasonable for him to have issues. Right. Where at, you know, Flash Beast was like, motherfucker, nobody there can stop you. <laughs> you know, it's just like with the show. Your main villains are speedsters because, I mean, come on, Captain Cold? Like, there's a there's a point where you just don't run straight at him. Exactly. Right? And the fact that you can get behind him before you can blink means yeah. that, you know, there's really nothing you can I do. I just hit him with a cyclone real quick. Like, yeah. like, throw a rock at him. Throw a rock. Just throw this flick. Like a pebble. <laughs> Bam. Clap, dude. What happened? What well, was like coma clap. for six months? I don't know. So so since you're getting tired of Deadpool, what do we feel about Deadpool Banks for Money? Um, it's, this is a boring book. Oh. I find the book boring. Um, and here's why. Okay. The, too much of the plot has been leaked out in the first two books. Deadpool took a contract that he's going to feel fucked up about. Get it. He's going to go through arresting people. Other characters are going to make appearances, whatever. And see, this is where, I like I said, I like Deadpool making appearances in other people's shit. Mm-hmm. Not other characters making appearances in Deadpool shit. Because it's like, then it's always just a joke. Yeah. Like, Radioactive Man. You guys shouldn't have been able to truly take down Radioactive yeah, Man. Yeah, that was kind of weird. After he dealt you guys up so long. Like, if they would have gone in more tactically and had a plan, yeah. it would have been different. But 
to me, the book just feels way too lighthearted, not dark. Like, I would have liked a darker Mercs for the Money. Okay. The book. Like, okay. I would have, like, especially because you got characters like Terror Inc. You got characters who actually got to pay bills and shit. Like, mm-hmm. give me something, like, Max series feeling mm-hmm. for a book like this. Uh-huh. And make all the characters, like, make me feel for your fucking characters. Instead, I'm just like, ah, Deadpool's a piece of shit and you're dumbasses for working for him. I mean, <laughs> at many points in each of your career, he's fucked you over, beat you up, and stolen from you. And that's another problem I've had with it, is that we start the book off with... These motherfuckers don't like them, and they, they wanna they wanna go someplace else with it. To me, I'm kind of I'm like we're only issue two in, and there's already conflict in the group. <laughs> like you didn't even build. I mean, I mean, I've been building them up for a while now, pretty much since last year. But I'm kind of like, what is the point of this other than just hey, here's another Deadpool book? Other than you know, I'm just like it's just too early for just conflict already like this. And they're already announcing that he's getting a whole new team with a character who I thought always should have been in there is Domino. But um, reading this makes me really miss X-Force. Yeah. It just yeah. makes me really, really miss X-Force. Before we go to the next book, I wanted to mention something. Um, I got into it with Gail Simone, the writer, this weekend. Um, Gail is a feminist, and she's all about you know, you know, making sure femi- uh, women are represented well. In comic books and in general. I completely agree with that. But sometimes I think she's... Go ahead, man. Dig your grave. Am I digging a grave? Are you commenting on the word feminism? You digging a grave? I'm not commenting on the word feminism. I'm just thinking sometimes... Sometimes I just don't agree with what she said. Doesn't it make me sexist? Doesn't it make me meninist? Whatever the hell that is. You're mansplaining. I'm not mansplaining. You say you're not. Shit, oh, God. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. I don't care, okay? I labeled us the most unapologetic comic book cast ever, and I'm going to stick with that shit. Fuck it. You offended? Fuck it. I don't care. Be offended, okay? Anyways, <laughs> she said that she didn't understand why people are right, giving Harley Quinn flack for being a violent character. She said she doesn't see people doing the same thing for Punisher and Harley Quinn. I mean, Punisher and Deadpool. Okay. I was like, well, they don't push, really push Deadpool and Punisher on children like they that. They damn sure don't push Deadpool like, they don't. Like, I mean. I mean, technically. Deadpool's movie was even rated I mean, very hard. they don't do it for Deadpool either. They really don't, if you think about it. Yeah, they've shown up in the Spider-Man cartoon. They showed up for like one episode. <laughs> but they didn't kill nobody in that episode. And they just fought Spider-Man and lost. Harley Quinn, they are pushing her, okay? And I just said, well, I, I disagree. I think what it is is that DC for years has been pushing. This to me isn't mansplaining. To me, I'm just saying they, this is facts. DC has been pushing her as either sometimes a hero. Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah, sometimes a villain. But then also there's this thing that DC's pushing out called DC Superhero Girls that is aimed for really young girls. And guess who's there? 
Harley Quinn. Yeah, well, Harley Quinn's also now a role model with her whole gang of Harley's thing. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, she helps children, and her books are all silly and kitty. And before, and she was a psychopathic murderer. Exactly. And then they put her on the Harley, on the on the Suicide Squad, which to me is just extremely contradictory. I'm just like, okay, is she a bad guy or is she a good guy? Make a fucking decision. A goodish bad guy. A goodish badish. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like so, I was just like, well, they pushed her for kids. These people aren't reading comics, so they don't know the difference. They're just seeing what DC's pushing, and they're pushing her as like a role model for girls. See, I'm like, I got a little sister who's like seven years old. She got a fucking Harley Quinn doll out the fucking Barbie aisle. <laughs> like, go to some little boy section. There ain't no Deadpool or Punisher action figures there. There ain't no fucking shit like that. Like, they like, no, we're not doing that. Because we're not pushing these characters for children. And that's the way it should be. Hell, uh, oh, I don't see it on this one. It was in another one. I was going to say there's a Deadpool book where it says on there, this is not for kids, parental advisory. It says that on the Punisher's book, too. Parental yep. advisory. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, she, she retweets me and all her fans are calling me a mansplainer. And I'm just like, how am I mansplaining? And someone said something ridiculous to me. He said, Harley Quinn has never been aimed for children. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Do, do we forget? we forget that Harley Quinn's origin is from a kid's cartoon? <laughs> Yeah, not her origin. Her creation, her creation was in a kid's cartoon. Was in a kid's cartoon. Have we forgotten this? Like, I'm just like, dude, don't sit here and try and tell me that. And a dude trying to say, well, Punisher's in a cartoon. No, he's in an anime <laughs> that was aimed for adults. It even says it on there. So try again. Oh. <laughs> Harley like, Quinn got childlike action figures. Yeah, he's pulling them up right now. Like, they got all these little girly dolls for her and that's fine but people are gonna see that and then see how she really is and then they put her on the big screen and she's barely wearing anything that'd be just like if they put Punisher in a movie he's wearing a Speedo <laughs> and I'll be like uh that's not his character but I get it sex sells that's what they're, they're pushing they push that for the movie but people are going to not like that yeah there's I'm just gonna... no way around this I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. looking at all the like the little like the reviews and shit. I mean, people buy them for kids. The Harley Quinn figures, and that's where they're aiming them for. They're aiming them for children, which is fine, okay. But some people look; those are the little girl. Look, a little girl fucking um costume. Yeah, there's a little girl Harley Quinn costume. DC superhero girls Harley Quinn costume. Yeah. Uh, for if you're only if you're under 49 inches too, for six years old and up, and this is with the red and blue, so it's a newer costume with some short shorts, yeah, and some tights. That's like for six and up, and this is sold at Target. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she aimed like kids, aimed at kids like a motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. You don't see no baby Punisher. <laughs> Baby Punisher. Baby Punisher with a little fake gun? No. Yeah. So that's why people are upset. But I think a lot of people, you know, just talk and don't really understand what the fuck they're talking about. They don't. Comic books are popular, so it's like people want to say things that they don't understand. It's like people who vote for Trump. You know? Uh, yeah, don't yeah. know what the fuck you're talking about, but, <laughs> you know, people said you can speak, so uh -huh. here you go. He speaks so well. 
He's like, it speaks so well. It's racist in one sentence and it's contradictory in the next. I wish I could be like that. Then all the racist shit I spout out wouldn't get me in trouble. But um, last but not least, mm-hmm. we have uh, the book Empress. Yes. Issue number five of Empress. Love and, it. Uh, yeah, this book has been phenomenal. Yep. Um, all the way through. Uh, Mark Millar, like I said, Does it's, it again. it's easily, easily a screenplay. Yep. Like. This could be like a whole Star Wars like takeoff or something of that nature. Yeah. Um looks dope. Uh I'm yeah. I'm very <laughs> hyped for it. Uh to keep coming out. Like I said, five issues in and I recommend going back and collecting them all. Like everybody um, everybody's trying to work with Mark Millar right now. Because they they, they, they want the movie checks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They, they 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 want them my motherfucking movie checks. They want the movie checks, and I'm not mad at it. <laughs> yep. Get get your fucking money. Um, and special shout out to a book uh, called Interface uh, oh. by Ben Ramsey. Um, ben Ramsey is a dude who I connected with. He's a writer. Nice. Uh, he directed the uh, big hit. Road. Oh, yes. Yeah, the big hit. Uh-huh. Um, I guess he has the first book out uh, called Interface. Um, check it out. Google it. Uh, you can actually download it for free online. Cyrix, um, you suck. I haven't. Uh, you late. Oh, yeah. Cyrix is hella late, huh? He mad um, late. What the yeah. fuck, yo? You're going to have to watch on YouTube, pimp, because um, <laughs> I am not re-saying all those words. Fuck no. Um, we about like two hours and 34 minutes in of this, and uh, check your Twitter, man, because we tweeted all this shit. Yeah, so motherfucker. It was on Twitter. Um, but other than that, you actually came for the end of the fucking show. Yes. Uh, so Welcome, I guess. Thank you for tuning. Welcome in. Um, all that good <laughs> shit. Uh, but um, check us out. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Twitter, Twitch, um, YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh, this was episode number... Thirty fucking one, man. We're getting up there, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. Great getting, starting to getting show. in there, man. And yeah, uh, man. but thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys uh, next week. Um, Peace out, man. It's the world's most unapologetic comic book podcast, man. We, yeah. No apologies. No apologies. Brutal. Brutal. Brutal honesty. We yep. need it. <laughs>